This is a podcast from Minute Media. And let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com and all brought to you by Minute Media. Go over there to Fansided.com. Go read my blogs. Go to StripeHype.com. Go read my blogs a little bit more. Uh, it's all on the Bengals side. And if you're not a Bengals fan, I don't know why you'd be over here, but that being said, if you're a fan of any other team, there's plenty of articles for you and plenty of coverage and content on fansided.com. And today, today, we celebrate the ending of a 31-year drought, my first ever playoff victory in my lifetime. The Cincinnati Bengals end that drought against the Las Vegas Raiders on a heart-wrenching thrilling ending with Jermaine Pratt picking it off in near the end zone, keeping the Raiders out and sending Paul Brown stadium and into an absolute frenzy up. Oh, and my camera went dead. Um, <laughs> you look better that way. Anyway, Josh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so size playing me funny. And today, but today here to talk about the game and talk about the experience and talk about Paul Brown stadium. We got the ice man, Jeff trying to pull, giving you sports from a West side point of view. All right. How we doing? What's third? Doing great, man. I'm still basking in the glow of Saturday. My voice is starting to come back. I, I still can't get the, the high pitch levels, but let me try it out here. Let's go, man. I I, I tell you, from the electricity that, that I that we felt in the stadium and in, in the city of Cincinnati started like at like 10 in the morning when we when you and I saw each other at uh down at um uh, Bengal Jim's tailgate, we you and I you and I had some fun down there, but you could feel just the city was ready for the win. Absolutely, Josh. That city was so ready. And, I mean, everybody was really confident going into the game, including myself, including you. But I got to say, that last drive, I was getting a little nervous. Terrified. <laughs> Terrified, dude. I'm like, please don't let it happen again. Please don't let it happen Terrified. again. And when Jermaine Pratt made the play, I was ecstatic. I was I was going nuts. I, yeah. I, I hugged my son. I, Tears of joy started flowing down my face. It was unbelievable. I I, I said this on my show uh, with uh, Cap on Monday that I just, after a little while, I just sat there and I just wanted to enjoy and look around and enjoy the moment, you know? And it was, and I, again, just sitting there, just tearing up, just enjoying everybody going nuts, smoking the cigars, yep. cheering like crazy. It was an unbelievable experience. I will never forget it. I was yeah. So let's 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 start from the the ending there when when it was finally over. Joe Joey B takes the final kneel down. The scene that unfolded was unlike any other that I've seen at Paul Brown Stadium. I mean, cigars were out. I went up to Cap, Cap and Jess. They were crying. It, mm-hmm. was, it was crazy. I grabbed somebody from Bengals Twitter. We're not going to name names here, but me and her shared a little bit of a moment. Just just. Just a little bit, but I'm not going to kiss and tell here. But anyway, but it was just – the scene was awesome. It was incredible. And just – I've never seen anything like that. Have you, yeah, have you even awesome. experienced anything like that? Maybe maybe Nippert Stadium this year at, at during the Houston game was close, but close, not like but that. But not dude, like that. There, there, there's been not people like, like me who have lived through the 31 years, you know, and then there's guys like you who have never experienced – winning so the emotion it's it's it it was awesome at nippard but this is completely different this is the whole city was behind the Bengals. 
and just everybody had different life experiences of what they went through to get to this point. And I've, I've said it for years. I can't wait to get to where we're at now. Uh, It'll be so awesome once Mm -hmm. we get there and we're finally here and, and I'm so into it. I'm, I'm going to Tennessee. Me and me and Prince ice got our tickets. Me and Maddie Myers and, and Prince Ice, we're going down to the jackpot Joey Mobile. Oh, man, so that's going to be a blast. We're heading down there. We're leaving here about 7 a.m., driving all the way down, pre-gaming, tailgating, have some fun. And hopefully, well, we are driving back, but hopefully driving back with a, a, a victory lap all the way from, Cincinnati, from Tennessee or Nashville all the way to Cincinnati, I hope. So it's, oh, it's going to be unbelievable. Oh, man, it, it sounds like an absolute blast. Hopefully I can maybe find a wide way down there in some way, shape, or form. But the, the I mean, Nashville's going to be painted orange and black because already there's already a pretty solid Bengals fan base down in Tennessee. If you have ever gone to a game at Tennessee, and there's only been one in the past couple of years, and I went to that one, I was amazed with how many Bengals fans there are. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. It's going to it might be a full stadium takeover. Absolutely. There, there's an actual uh, like I had the Bengal boys on my show uh, earlier today and they're down in Nashville. And they're one through the parody songs uh, of right. the Bengals. And uh, they actually said that there is a Bengals bar that's within walking distance of Nissan Stadium. And Ooh. that's the one. It's the, the Nashville Bengals uh, fan club. You can follow them on Twitter and go watch that video of that bar and oh, how, it, how it just exploded. So if you don't have tickets and you just want to go down there and be with a whole bunch of Bengal fans, I'm sure that place, I wish I knew the name of it. I, Paul told me on, the, on, the, on my show, but I didn't write it down, so I don't remember the name of the bar. So, uh, but go check out uh, Nashville Bengals fan fans fan club is what it's called. It's on mm. Twitter, and I'm sure they have the name of the bar. So, if you guys don't have tickets and just want to go down there and be a part and be with Bengal fans, that's a great place to go. Absolutely I- I- incredible! I-, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. I, I really, I- I'm just giddy thinking about it. And not only I, I want to talk about this for a little bit, and then then let's jump back. I want to pre- uh, review this game here, but it's so different going into this next playoff game. I'm expecting to go to Tennessee and win. Like, I, I'm expecting this. And that's kind of weird to say that I'm expecting this going against the one seed, going into their house. But I do. I expect this team to win. I I think if the Bengals play it at their potential, like how they play against the Chiefs, how the defense play to get into the second half against the Chiefs, how they play against Pittsburgh, how they play against Baltimore, I don't I don't know who can beat this team, away or home. Yeah, I was I was on a uh, a, a space uh, on a on Twitter with a uh, Zim earlier big today. Space, and, big space guy. Yeah, well, I've, I've, that's the second time I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and he's on there with a whole bunch of Tennessee Titan fans, and their big thing is that they can run the ball on anybody, and their front four is better than any front four that we've played. And their thought is, and I don't totally understand this, that Tannehill is just as good as. Jackpot, Joey Burrow. Yeah, okay. And that yeah, was a sure. big conversation sure. going back and forth, going back and forth. And and I we kept saying like, look, Oakland had a good front four. We stopped that. We've won against Baltimore's front four. We've won against the Steelers' front four. We've won against uh, uh, both Bosa's. You know, so and we won the majority of those games. So majority. the question for me, and this is the only thing that I am I'm worried about, is Larry Ogunjobi is out. And I know he's more of a three-tech guy, a pass rusher instead of run stopper, but still he's a body. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Reader and BJ Hill cannot play the entire game. So we need, hopefully, Josh Tupo, Tupa and uh, Renell Ren. Hopefully they can come back and play because we're going to need bodies. Um, 
that is my one concern is is up the middle defense. Now, the way to combat that is, and this is the way I think the Bengals are going to do, and they even kind of said this in their press conferences, that their offense did not fire on all cylinders. On, they did not. I, I think we'll all agree with that. We, we had way too many times in the red zone that we came away with field goals yep. instead, instead of turnovers. Yep. And that's going to change this week. We put 41 on the Ravens twice. We put over 40 on the Squealers twice. And these two defenses, in my opinion, are just as good as Tennessee's. I think we have a shot to do that. And and to win it, we got to get out there and let Joe ball out, let Jackpot Joey do his thing, let Chase do his thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we can put it on there, but I, I'm i with you. I think it's going to be tight. I don't think we're going to blow anybody out. But the key for me to bang, for the Bengals to win this is they got to get out in front and make it a, at least a two-score lead where the Titans can't run the ball. They have mm-hmm. to throw it, and they have to rely on Tannehill to be, to, to bring them back. Yeah, I, I think that's that's what's going to be Tennessee's M.O., but you brought up something that we talked about before the Raiders game and, and that I said was a problem with this team, and, it, and it's crept its ugly head in there, and it almost costed us on on Saturday, excuse me, is our red zone offense seriously is, is leaving points on the board. You can't do that in the NFL. It almost bit us, like, right? It almost bit us right in the ass. I mean, we had prime field position multiple times, got down to the red zone, and stalled and stalled and I love Evan McPherson and I think he's going to be a great Bengal but I don't want to see him out on the field that much except when it's a PAT I mean right, exactly I mean, I mean can, we, you can't you, I'll just say you can't have a turnover like we had where we strip sacked Derek Carr be really damn near close to the 20 yard line 15 going in and not come out with a touchdown you can't that can't happen especially yeah. against Tennessee and, and well the good thing is the three games leading up to getting the Bengals into the playoffs, their offense was cooking. That was not a problem. Um, now, it was a little bit earlier in the year. I think it's going to be back more toward us turning uh, touchdowns in, instead of instead of field goals because, right. like I said, they've already said they know that's the problem. I think they're going to get it corrected. Um, now, now, I'm not trying to say that Tennessee's defense, they, they are good a good defense. They got a good front four. They got a good um, secondary. They, they do. But our offense has scored on good front fours, on on good secondaries. I mean, so that hasn't been an issue with with the Bengals before. That's where I'm pretty confident that we can go in there and win this, and we will go in there and win this. And for the Titan fans, see, I wish I could have talked more into space, but everybody's talking so much I couldn't get a word in edgewise. For them to, to – they had some stats where, where, where Tannehill's brought back, you know, his team more than Joe Burrow has. Well, Tannehill's also been a quarterback longer than – Tannehill's been in the league ever since like I've I've been watching the right. NFL, so he, like, been and, and I've been watching the NFL for and, a long and time. And if, if if Tannehill was such a good quarterback, and why in the world is he not considered in the top five as Joe Burrow is? But despite all that, I, I do think it's not like I said, it's not going to be an easy an easy win. It's going to be a tough, hard fought battle. And and the Titans fans are coming out it's like, oh, you know, we're we're a hard hitting defense. You know, you guys don't know how to handle that. I said, okay. we played the Ratbirds and we played the Squealers and they hit as hard yeah. as anybody. So don't, I mean, I don't want to hear. Right. I, I'm, and again, I'm not downplaying the Titans at all. I think the Titans are a very good team. I think they did an awesome job of, of getting the number one seed, getting to 12 wins, doing it without Derrick Henry, you know, most, yeah. the majority of the season. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that this Bengals team can do that the Titans just can't do. And if our right. offense line holds up, like it did against the Raiders. Now I'll give, the, I'll give it to you. Titans are it's a better front four than the Raiders were, mm. but if it holds up, 
and Joe Burrow, jackpot Joey Burrow can cook, dude, it's over. Yeah, and, right. You bring up multiple really good points. I mean, again, it, toughness is not going to be a problem. We play in the AFC North, which is the it's it's the toughest of the tough in any NFL. And I'll and I'll die on that hill. That is it is the hardest division in the NFL year in and year out. So that's not going to be a problem. And then you talk about like like you know being in a hostile environment. This team's five and two on the road. They they rarely seem affected by hostile environments. And then I heard it today is. On uh, Tony and Mo, well, I was listening to it today, but it was their Tony and Mo football show. Joe Burrow's been in bigger spotlights than this. This is not going to be something that's going to rattle him or really rattle anybody on this team. This is what they're used to. This is what we drafted to do. This is exactly it. It's almost like kind of how we drafted to stop Lamar Jackson. We drafted players that know how to win big-time games, and that, and that's that's what we're going to do. Now, the, the running game for – Tennessee is obviously going to hinge on is Derrick Henry going to be at 100%? Can he run at 100%? He's definitely going to be back without a question. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, I, don't care, I don't care what Vrabel said. He's playing. That's, right, I, yeah. I that he's playing. But how many hits is it going to take to get him to take that, you know, that snap off or to maybe not be running the ball as much as he is, not on, you know, for every first and second down they're handing the ball off. And then you again starting out fast. You, you got it. You really do got to start out fast, a lot faster than we started out against the Raiders. And hats off to the Raiders because they they played a hell of a ball game. I, I got to give it to them. Their defense played well, and they've been through absolute war this entire year. So so hats off to him. And, and Versace definitely does. Uh, uh, he definitely earned that head coaching job. I think with the Raiders. But that being said, if they if you could start out fast and do something that the Bengals did. Uh, that Zach Taylor did to start out the game. He started out the game in empty. Did you notice mm-hmm. that? He started out yeah, the game in empty, mm-hmm. which is very, very interesting because he doesn't really start that way. It usually starts out, we're starting out with a run. Right. That, right. I like that, though. Let's get Joe cooking early. Let's get right. this. Let's get out to a lead. And we're going to have to do that against Tennessee. Because you get Tennessee behind. I mean, obviously, I mean, just mathematically, they're not going to be able to run, as, run the ball as much. Right, they just won't have they don't have the time time to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like that I like that aggressive. I, that's what I want Zach to do. I want to come out and empty. I want to sling the ball around. Now that doesn't mean we we completely forget about Joe Mixon, but we do have to 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 tighten our run game up because against the Raiders, our run game wasn't much of anything. So right. yeah, so that's another that's another concern. We have to get the the run game going because you can't you can't throw it the whole, no matter how good your offense is can't throw it every down. So right. we got to get the run game to be able to sprinkle that in a little bit. But definitely spread it out. And 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 put these corners on an island because that's that's the thing with the three the Migos all three of them you can't double all three of them Somebody's someone's going to get open. you yep. and then don't forget about CJ Uzama who is our second leading receiver in the playoff game mm-hmm. so everybody everybody sleeps on on CJ CJ who good. said I'm sorry I'm going to take a victory lap here Jeff <laughs> who said that CJ Uzama was going to have a big game and need to have a big game in order for us to win. I did this effing guy, and you could go check the tapes. And it, I also said Jermaine Pratt needed to have a big game. Who made the game ceiling interception? That was me. My camera's out again. You're getting so excited, you're knocking your camera out. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you, I'll give you credit. You did say it, and and that that that's what happened. I mean, it, it's that that's the thing is, is people who you don't expect when you have a championship run to step up need to step up, and that's what's happening. With the Bengals, so that's why I really think I keep saying bring up Larry Ogunjobi, next man up, and that Bengals have had that all year long. 
I think it's gonna be the next man up mentality. And I think we're, I'm hoping we're we're gonna be okay. I'm a, like I said, I, we need. I'll feel a lot better if Tupo and Ren are in there. I'll feel a lot better. And Drew Sample, hopefully, a big game from him for for the from the rookie. That'd be awesome. That that I mean, it would it would be. Oh yeah, Cam Sample. Okay, yeah, that would Cam be, Sample. Yeah, that, I, that I always be, do. That. I always say Drew Sample. Cam yeah, Sample. That's that's uh, you're good. I get it. Um, on the same team. <laughs> same same colors. So, right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, but I. It scares me. It, it really does. It worries me that that front four because this is going to be the best. This is going to be the best offensive line, the best running game we've seen all season. I I completely am. I'm already come to terms with that. It does worry that that does worry that, me. That, it does worry me. I I, I, will, so, I will give you that. That, that is that is something to worry about. The but the thing to hang your hat on is uh, the Bengals offensive line played great. They did week. play good. And, and, did. and then the Raiders defense line is is not a, as good as as the Titans. I will say that. But they only got sacked, sacked Joe Burrow twice. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully those are all stepping stones, you know, for the offensive line gelling together. And once when that offensive line gels, you can't stop us. Right. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna come down to the trenches. That just is what it is. I mean, you gotta, you gotta force Tennessee to send some pressure on Joe have to because that, i mean obviously that's when joe burrows is the best when he is under pressure you get him the yeah. blitz you gotta i mean if, if this titan set up in zone i mean he's just joey is just gonna pick him apart you can't set up in zone against him so if you gotta get that passing game going that's gonna be the first thing to it and then after that it's gonna be controlling the clock it, it's gonna be a lot of run it's gonna be a lot of keeping tennessee's offense off the field which is what they're gonna try to do what, with us exactly that that's a good point i was gonna say that, that's exactly what they're gonna try to do us is 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 you know, take the air out of the ball and run it down our throats. And, and the only time I've ever seen a team do that this year has been the Cleveland Browns. It's only been one time. And I think I'm going to give Zim credit for this. I think there's only been two guys who have ran for over hundred yards on us all year. So our run defense has actually been pretty, pretty stout throughout the year. Right. So uh, the key, like I said, the keys to us, we got to stop the run for them and we got to keep Joe upright. We, we do both those things. I think we have a very good shot of winning this game for sure. And the other key, one thing, I, I, I don't know if anybody has actually said this on, on different podcasts or anything, but Zach Taylor knows Ryan Tannehill maybe better than, than Vrabel does. He coached him in college. He coached him down in Miami. So he knows that he knows uh, uh, Tannehill pretty damn good. So maybe good Zach point, knows Ice. some little things. He could do something to, to, to mess him up. You know, that, that's and that's got something to do with it. And, and I got to say, Zach Taylor's had himself a string of very good games. He did, he had another one on uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday. You know, be just just another well-rounded, well-coached game and, and a bend don't break defense with the season on the line. They found a way to get it done and send Paul Brown Stadium into an absolute frenzy. What a scene. What a what a scene that was. I mean, really. That was that was it it was incredible. Probably the best I've ever seen Paul Brown Stadium. That might be top Oh, I I, I saw this question. I want to ask you this. That a top 5 Cincinnati sports moment. Uh, in my yeah. lifetime, yeah, let's do your lifetime. Top five. Let's see here. So for me, there's a lot that goes with. <laughs> for me, the top one is obviously the Reds winning World Series. I would say University of Cincinnati. Well, now I got you got the two. You got the two Super Bowl runs. We lost both of them, but the two AFC Championship games were awesome. So mm. I might put those two at two. You got UC, 
And then at the five four, and then I was I always a great moment in Cincinnati sports history was Pete Rose's four to one ninety two. So it's definitely up there uh, as far as top, as far as Bengal moments for me. It's up there. It's actually I was more emotional about winning a freaking playoff game than I think I was about losing the two Super Bowls because of what we went through. Right, you know what, what, what it's what we've all been through, what we've heard from yeah. other people about Bengals, this Bengals, that, yeah. blah blah. Which I mean, they even brought that up in the in the space with like, you guys haven't won a playoff game since thirty one years. Like, we, we still know. won, we won. <laughs> so, right? We exactly. won. What's your point? That right. has nothing to do with this team now. But for me, there's so many. I've had so many. I mean, like earlier when I was younger here lately, and attack probably in my. I say for my, uh, for my. 20s until now, it's the it's the best moment I've had. I'll put it that okay. since I've been married, it is the best moment that I that I've had as a Cincinnati. The sports best fan. moment. Wow, that's that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty from, high praise from, there. From one, like I said, I'm going from when I was married, so the last 25 years. That's 25 that, that's years. Been, yeah, the last 25 years we haven't won anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so yes, that for the last 25 years, that's been the best moment for me. I mean, the best moment was Reds winning the World Series. That was right. awesome. I mean, that's and. When the Bengals win a Super Bowl, which hopefully it's this year, that'll probably be the best moment just because of, like I said, the journey yeah, we've so gone too. through. And, and, and I, I brought this up on my show before is, is these these teams, like like the 49ers, they stunk before Bill Walsh got there, before Joe Montana got there. Uh-huh. The the Patriots stunk. They went to two Super Bowls and lost them both like we have. They weren't a, a juggernaut organization right. until they got Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. That's what this organization has been. We we went we we went through stuff. We've been an okay organization. We haven't won. Yeah. You know, we lost two Super Bowls. We haven't won a playoff game. We find one now. Mm-hmm. We're on that journey. We're 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 on that cliff. We're, we're yeah. going up the hill to I think the point where we have a chance to be one of the. I don't want to say dynasty because two rows said it, but one of the better teams in the NFL for years to come. It's hard to say dynasty right now because you never know what's going to happen with injuries right? stuff like yeah. that. So that, that's why to me it's so important when you get a chance to win it, you take advantage of it and you do it now. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, that was a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, yeah. I I, I, I loved it. I, I loved every single second of it. I, I mean, to win, to end what has been hanging on this organization's back for so long, it just is. It's so. It's it's like it's just a big exhale at this point now. Because again, it's like you tell everybody that you're a Bengals fan. That's the first thing they bring up is you haven't won a playoff game. Now it's over with. Now you have the top one of the top quarterbacks in the league for a long time. He's going to be a guy that's going to win. He's going to win MVPs. This is going to be a guy that's going to bring this city championships, and we're expecting it. Like that's. It's kind of not even – it's not even a hot take anymore to say that Joe Burrow is going to bring a Super Bowl to Cincinnati. It's almost like, yeah, everybody in the city of Cincinnati is expecting that to happen. I think this year has definitely shown that you can win in Cincinnati, which is, a, again, a national media narrative that was never true. It exactly. was never true. Exactly. Well, I, I said this when, when they drafted Jackpot. So when you get that piece, when you get – and the most important piece in the NFL is the quarterback. And I think – the quarterback is the most important position in all of sports. You get that quarterback, you you can have deficiencies on anything else. But if you have a high-level quarterback 
he can take change a lot of stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And, and and I don't know another sport that one player can change all of that for you. And that's what the Bengals finally have. And the, Cody, we, we keep talking about you know the the you said the oh, take a deep breath. It's over. You know the weight the the monkey's off our back. You know the Harambe that's that was on our shoulders is, is gone. <laughs> for Joe Burrow, he's like yeah, it's it's a playoff win. That's, that's cool. We're not done yet. That's what is so cool about it. He he understands him, Zach Taylor, Jamar Chase all understand what it means to us. They know they 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 know what thirty one right. years what what us fan base has been to been through. But for them, they're like, okay, we're supposed to be doing this. This is next, you know, next man, next game. Let's let's keep going. This is yep. not this is not the like CJ Uzama says. This is not the goal. This is not the end. the The goal is to bleep the playoffs. Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? Jeff, always so much fun to have you on. I know you got to run. You've went back to back shows today. How about that? And he was super flexible with me because I had to go watch uh, my school take on. Uh, you know, it was kind of funny. My my school that I teach at played the school that my dad is a superintendent at, and oh, we good. won. And we won both games. So, oh, good. I was going to ask you if you won or not. That's cool. Yeah, That's shout cool. out to Batavia. Good job, fellas. Way to get it done here. They're now fans of the show, which is oh, well, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta gotta watch what I say. Now. <laughs> Congratulations! No. Make make sure when you're on my show, you you, you guys go watch it because he's way loose. Hey, hey, on my hey, show. hey! Whoa, 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 whoa! All right, Jeff, tell the people where they can find you. Absolutely, it's uh, Sports with Strawberry Ice. It's a YouTube slash podcast. It's every day live at five thirty Monday through Friday. And you can also follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Like I said, YouTube. Just check me out. Google me sometime. Sports with Strawberry Ice. It'll pop up. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, who day, brother? I'll get you on here real soon. Sounds good. Who day? Who day? All right. That has been Strawberry Ice, Jeff Trenable. And uh, you can find him on Twitter at Jeff Trenable. And uh, yep, so this has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by fansider.com. Thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it. So basically, we're going to have a new blog out. And, uh, yeah, and this is pretty much going to be the end of the show. Don't really have much else left. So we're going to be previewing the game against Tennessee on Thursday. We're going to have to hopefully have a guest up, and uh, we'll go from there. But, again, be flexible with me because it might be on Wednesday. Who knows? It's it's whenever I can get time. But, anyway, thank you all so much for uh, listening in, and I'll see you later. Hootay. Peace.